0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for another video. By the way, I cannot figure out how to fix the brightness on my camera right now because this is extremely backlit, but I'm trying something new. Anyways, today we're talking... Profit from Amazon FBA, Amazon Merch, Drop Ship Print On Demand, Amazon KDP, and then YouTube slash Google AdSense. Now, I'm gonna give a quick preview. One of the five exploded month over month, but you're gonna have to watch this video to figure out which one that is. But I'm gonna go jump in the pool, and then I'm gonna jump on my computer, and we can get started. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for another income report. Real quick before we start, for the new viewers, welcome. I'm Ryan Hoag. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. If you want to follow links in the description, I've got free mini courses that I put together. I have three of them. Uh, if you want to check them out, they'll help you get started with an FBA business, Amazon merch business, or general print-on-demand business. Put a lot of time and effort into them. They get delivered via email. Take advantage of them. They're literally free. I also have a uh, passive income Facebook group. If you'd like to check that out, I've got a link in the description as well. I'd love to have you. And just to let you know, I publish these passive income reports monthly. You can actually go back in time and see my journey as a FBA merch, print on demand, KDP and uh, Google ads. I mean, I even share that the the money I make through YouTube and through a big blog that I run. So if you want to follow my journey and see how long it took me to make a living wage on my passive income journey, which by the way, like I did while working two jobs, not one, but two a web developer, and I teach web development at the college level, you can check those out. They're all in the, uh, well, if you subscribe to my channel, they're all on my channel and they're on my blog. Um, yeah, and then I also took time to write full courses, which I actively maintain. Yes, I'm a busy person, but I'm very efficient when I'm at my computer, which allows me to have my um, hands dipped in a lot of baskets, or I don't know what, what I'm trying to say there. All right, last thing, before we jump into the income report, just wanna let you guys know what you can look forward to if you subscribe to my channel, because somehow still, The majority of you guys watching are not subscribed. I've got a uh, big FBA video planned. It is my favorite Amazon FBA tool. I am a seven-figure Amazon seller. I've been at it for over three years. Um, Quite successful. I guess it's a relative thing, but I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying some nice success with FBA. And this is my favorite tool. I can't live without it. It comes from Jungle Scout, and no, it's not the research tool as a hint. So that's coming soon. This video, I'm really looking forward to making. I'm gonna show you how you can make this uh, design that I've got behind me. Very easily now I had another design video I did last week and it was an alien theme so I decided hey let's stick to the alien theme I'm going to show you how to make this design and I'm going to show you how easy it is Uh, my goal is always to make things you know I don't want you to spend an hour doing something that may or may not even make you any money so let's see if we can like streamline things be efficient Uh, it's always my goal. And then this video is gonna be fire. It's dropping tomorrow unless something crazy happens and I have to drop a news video. Otherwise, I'm dropping an interview that I did with a Teespring seller that did $73,279 in profit through the platform, which if you compare to my success or lack thereof on Teespring, uh, completely dwarfs me, so that's why I go to the experts, get their advice, and I'm going to be sharing that with you guys uh, in a video tomorrow, and then last but not least, sorry, I know I'm plugging a lot of stuff, just want to get this out of the way, my income reports get a lot of views, just want to let you guys know, I'm also going to be dropping videos on Redbubble bubble tags, um, I want to do a video talking about a lesser known print-on-demand marketplace, where I recently broke four-figure profits, I want to do an uh, interview Focused on a Redbubble success story. I'm trying to line that up with a different YouTuber. And then I have a a video plan for print-on-demand automation tools. I wanna do a comparison, give you the pros and cons because there's at least four of them that come to mind that are out there that I wanna basically highlight for you guys. So you can make an informed decision if you choose to use them. All right, let's jump into the income report now. All right, Amazon FBA, I did 2,478 sales, bringing in $47,036.89 of revenue. Of that, I got to keep $12,110.63. My margin is higher than it normally is. I kept 25% as my profit margin. I will explain in a second, um, just so you guys know. I always like to be transparent. This is the uh, the tool that I was hinting at. It's my profit analytics tool. I'm gonna be talking more in depth about this as a part of my Amazon FBA 2020 mini-series, which you can check out for free on my channel. Uh, but this helps me track my profits per product. Um, basically like, I don't know how people do accounting for their Amazon business without the assistance of some software. This is my favorite tool. I could not live without it. It is, um, a jungle scout tool, but it helps me see things like my most profitable SKUs. By the way, this chart is very condensed and it's usually I've got more products selling than this. One thing worth noting, I mean, $12,000 profit, that's pretty good for me. I don't know I don't know if I was above five-figure profit um, in 2020. Let me look over at my spreadsheet. Yeah, this was the first month in 2020 I was above five-figure profit. And you may be thinking, like, wow, like with all the Cervasa sickness stuff going on, like that's that's surprising. And believe it or not, I mean, I guess there's two sides to every story. Like, the Cervasa sickness has created a little bit of a headache for me as an Amazon seller. I've gone more in depth about those things, probably in my previous income reports where my profits were a little bit lower. For instance, like may my may profits were 5,900 April profits, 9,300 March 4,900. So it's like, this was a big month, but it's also created. And I, I didn't know if I should do a, a separate video talking about this, but it's created a great opportunity for new FBA sellers. I'm not just, I'm not making this up like, like, for all the reasons I discussed that were negative for me being the established seller, it's creating opportunity for new sellers. And again, like it's also helping me in other ways because like if I'm prepared to overcome some of these hardships, well then the same things that benefit a new seller benefit me as an established seller. For instance, like reduced competition in a lot of places. Um, I've just seen competitors disappear, which I mean, I I don't know the story behind that, but I've seen less competitors means... Cheaper ads, more sales for me, less competition in the search results. My products start moving up. Um, and let me scroll down here. Oh, but what I wanted to say real quick about this. Sorry, I got a little off topic. I do that sometimes. My best selling skew from the month of uh, not May, April. My best selling skew from the month of April where it got as high as number three on the organic primary keywords like if i told you what the product was you'd be like damn you had the number three product in that niche it's hyper competitive did 15 grand in a day sales keep in mind my best selling skew single skew right here on the whole month looks like it's about 18 grand i did 15 grand in a day so that product is still completely sold out actually just today i got an email from an fba warehouse you get an email notification when your shipments get to amazon so i got that that they're gonna be restocked soon. So, I mean, my July income report should be even better than this one because I'm gonna have that product selling. But I have two variants of that. Both of those were sold out the whole month of June and I still did 12K profits. So, I don't know, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying like, it's gonna be, assuming that things stay like this, I'm, it's gonna be a good year for me for FBA. Uh, and again, it's the opportunities there. Like, look at, this is what I wanted to show you too. This was my ad spend for the month of June. Uh, I did $471 in ad spend, which is, it's nothing. I mean, what is that, $15 a day or something? Like, I, I barely spent any money on ads because I just didn't need to. Like, I'm not launching new SKUs right now. That's one thing. I haven't really launched new products. I'm kind of regretting that. I'm just so busy. I mean, I am super busy. If I only did Amazon FBA, I don't know, maybe I'd be a lot more successful. I don't know. I just like the idea of diversifying my income streams, especially since I was able to quit my, day job which was paying me six figures salary so i i don't like to have all my eggs in one basket like yeah i'm quitting i'm gonna do fba and then for some reason amazon suspends my account and i'm screwed so i like to diversify i don't like to be over reliant on any one thing however like fba right now if i was launching new SKUs, i would be spending a lot more money on ads because that's how you rank new products however all of my products are established so i started cutting back because I, like i said i was seeing competition disappearing maybe they're just out of stock i talked in my research uh, my income reports from previous months about how I was having issues keeping things in stock, how suppliers were having issues getting raw materials for orders. I'm assuming everybody's experiencing similar things. Supply chain breakdowns a real thing that we may or may not experience. I mean, it, it's evident when, you, if you're a customer and you're not a seller, it's evident when you see empty shelves. If you're a seller and you send money overseas to your supplier and then they hit you back with an email after a couple of days, oh, sorry, we can only produce 30% of your order. It's like, oh crap, things are getting real. So I don't know what the future holds for us. But things are looking good for me at, a, at, at the least. I spent less than $500 on ads, generated $5,000 in sales, average cost of advertising cost of sale, ACOS, 9.51%. FBA, good month. I forgot to update this, by the way. I need to jump in there and do that because those numbers are from last month, not this month. All right, let's jump into Amazon Merch. So Merch, um, they resumed publishing, well, not pro- they resumed publishing in the United States for you merch sellers that were recently let in you should shift your focus to only publishing in the United States it's the biggest Amazon marketplace uh, if you were publishing to the German and UK markets you might want to consider deleting those products and if they didn't sell delete them and then replace them with products in the United States I did 108 sales though in the month of June generating $1,938.80 of revenue Of that, I kept $350.99 as a royalty. By the way, real quick, let me just do the math. In case you guys are like, $350, that's nothing. Like, 350 times 12, that's $4,320. Now, granted, this is not a great month, but just keep your eye on the prize. $4,320 for what? I couldn't even publish to the US. I didn't do anything. It was completely autopilot. Imagine if your boss gave you that as a raise, or imagine if the United States government said, Hey, like nobody can go to work, but here's free money. You're pretty happy. Free money. I mean, nah, the the tax thing, the, the free money from the government, that's a little bit of a different story. All I was trying to say is, hey, like it, it's not a big number that's blowing anybody's minds, but hey, it adds up at the end of the year. Plus fourth quarter, this number will be much higher. Uh, average royalty, $3.25. Uh, majority of my sales came from the USA. By the way, um, when you if you use Pretty Merch, which every merch seller needs to use the free pretty merch Chrome extension, it tells you your buyable products, uh, live, which I think I have a screenshot here on my income report. Okay. Live products. Uh, that's not the, that's not the picture I wanted, but if you're in my Facebook group for Amazon merch, you've seen me sharing those updates, um, every other day or so, because I started to notice like for the month of June, even though I have, 18,488 live products on Amazon. The percentage of those that was actually buyable was hovering around 10, 11% for the majority of the month. So what is that? Like 10% would be 1,800. I mean, that's still a lot of shirts, but um, not all of them make sales regularly for what it's worth. But anyways, so it's like, I started seeing that percent buyable number increase because I had the Pretty Merch Chrome extension and it actually goes in, scans your catalog and tells you i started seeing it go from you know 11 percent to like 20 percent to 30 to 50 to 70 and then i was like oh crap they're probably going to resume publishing to us markets fortunately they did and now we are back in business albeit in a limited capacity but uh go watch the video i dropped yesterday if you want more info on you know upload limits and whatnot and how i would go about approaching things right now as they resume for amazon merch but uh yeah um Everything, everything's looking good. I need to update this too. Whoops, I kind of breezed through my blog update. I'm realizing my numbers are not exactly accurate, but the pictures are. I always update the pictures first. So that is my merch update. I expect July to be a much better month than June, and then May, and then April when things were shut down. So hopefully those numbers are gonna be a lot bigger. All right, drop, drop shipped print on demand. This is how I maximize the income. From the designs that I create for my Amazon merch business those of you guys that either are in my courses or reach out to me on Facebook or wherever you want to talk you you know some people do consulting calls you can book those in the description but like I always say I'm always up front I pace my print-on-demand business journey on Amazon merch so when I was in Amazon merch tier 10 like I had 10 designs right so I wasn't making bank selling on Etsy and on Redbubble and on all these other places when I was on merch tier 25, tier 100, tier 2000, all of a sudden I've got 2000 designs made. I'm like, okay, I've got this folder of designs that I've spent hundreds of hours designing and making. Can I make more money from them? You know, like it, Amazon merch is great, but what else can I do? Like there's got to be more opportunities out there. Okay, that's what I call dropship print on demand. I take those designs, I list them through Seller Central on my Amazon account right next to my FBA products, although they're not FBA at that point, they will be FBM, and um, they're fulfilled by people like Printful, Gearbubble, et cetera. Those are the two I use for my Amazon account. I also sell on Amazon.co.uk. I did 19 sales there. I only use Printful because they have fulfillment centers in Europe, um, sell a lot of T-shirts, hats, et cetera. I sell on eBay as well. Typically only list my best sellers there because eBay is a little bit slower and definitely a a price war on eBay. People want a discount Uh, Etsy. um, I'm still kicked off the platform. However, if you guys want to go back to like my 2019 October income report or before that, you can see how I was basically just crushing Etsy. I was always doing four-figure profits a month. And um, yeah, I've got other videos on my channel if you wanna learn more about that. But October 2019 or earlier, check those income reports out. I was killing it on Etsy uh, before they killed my account. Redbubble, 155 sales. Spreadshirt, six sales. TeePublic, 39 sales. Teespring, zero. Um, Sad face. But again, tomorrow dropping my interview with a Teespring seller that did over $70,000 profit. He's gonna share his, basically how he did it. Uh, Zazzle for sales. Typically I was doing zero sales on Zazzle. So it's nice to see those picked up and Bonanza. I've got a lot of products listed there because I use an automation tool to upload to Bonanza through Printful. Um, So it takes me like two seconds a day to, to upload there. So I said, Hey, why not? Uh, one sale. So (laughs) Bonanza, one thing I'll say about Bonanza though, it's kind of weird. It's like, I have to integrate Stripe with Bonanza to process payments, which is just weird. So I didn't do that. Um, so I only accept PayPal through Bonanza, which is a little bit limiting and, um, full transparency for that sale. It came through Printful. So I had to basically cancel the order in Printful, go to Shirtly, which I have a link in the description to Shirtly. If you guys are facing delays with getting your shirts produced Shirtly for me has been about four days on average to from the time I create the order to ship it out to the customer. That's about as good as you can ask for right now, because a lot of the big companies are experiencing delays due to um, things going on around the world. Let's just let's just say that. So I got a link to shortly here as well on my blog post. Here's my daily sales um, from the Printful Amazon integration. Uh, if you go, if you guys are Printful customers or partners, I do I wouldn't say customers because it's free to use. Uh, you can go to the statistics tab and see a nice detailed breakdown. Uh, this is my uh, Amazon.co.UK account through Printful. Now, here's the big thing. They changed their um, volume discount structure this month, and it is much easier to obtain a volume discount. This is huge if you are a successful print-on-demand seller, I guess. For instance, um, and I I meant to get a screenshot because they have a cool little thermometer that'll actively reflect your numbers. I forgot to get a screenshot, and then July 1st, which is when I normally start doing my income reports, it rolled over, so it was at zero. Um, but so I got reminders now. I'll get better screenshots next time. Anyways, I was able to do, I think, 3,500 between 3,500 and 4,000 in sales and revenue through Printful. So I have a 7% discount applied to all of my Printful sales in the month of July. So that's just 7% additional profit. I mean, you can't, can't be mad about that. Um, just so you know, for reference, prior to this change, you needed at least $5,000 in sales to get that 5% volume discount. Uh, the highest I ever did was I think it was either 20000 or right below. Um, it must have been right below that because I had an 8% discount and that was my August 2018 income report. If you guys wanna go see that one, you can go back in time. Uh, it was a crazy month for me as far as print on demand goes. I'll probably do another video talking about that soon because my channel's grown so much and let you guys know like how I did it, basically, because I, I cracked twenty five thousand dollars profit in a month, and like twenty grand of that was print on demand or something close to that. Drop me a comment below if you want to hear me uh, elaborate on that story. And Amazon KDP, fifty sales, ninety dollars twenty five cents profit, average royalty dollar eighty one, 81. profit to date one thousand two hundred fifty four dollars seventy five cents. Uh, not a great month for my KDP business. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just assuming that when fourth quarter comes, I'm going to do what I did last year and make a boatload of money. Cause I mean, last year I joined KDP in October and in 10 weeks I made $3,500 profit. Granted it was the fourth quarter it's holiday season. Everybody's selling and everybody's buying in that time of year. So again, eye on the prize. If you guys just started your print on demand and it's like the middle of the year, it's okay you'll still, if you can be consistent, I promise you when the fourth quarter rolls around, you will be handsomely rewarded and you wanna get as much, like literally occupy as much online real estate as possible. My strategy with KDP, oh, by the way, those of you guys don't know what KDP is, It's I sell print-on-demand books through Amazon KDP. It stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. It's really meant to be a self-publishing tool for authors who write real books, but savvy people eventually figured out you can just, you can basically, and this is what I do. I take my Amazon merch designs. I use a tool that converts them into book covers. And then for KDP, all you have to do is upload a cover and an interior. So interiors, you can do like lined paper. You can do blood pressure journals. You can do like cookbooks. You can, it's it's easy, trust me. It's a lot easier than it sounds. Uh, and yeah, and then you can sell them and you get a thousand uploads a week, no matter if you join today or if you have been on KDP for years 1000 uploads a week and yeah and oh yeah and every upload you you push goes to 10 amazon international marketplaces that is much better than amazon merch where one upload is one market with kdp it goes to like 10 different international marketplaces so you get a lot of coverage and while i didn't have a big month um, i'm sure that that will change in the future so and i'm consistently pushing books to kdp i do use an uh, upload automation to save time And if you subscribe to my channel, I usually try to drop at least two videos a month um, on KDP business, how to do cool interiors. Like this past month, I talked about how to make Sudoku puzzles and uh, word search puzzles, basically in a couple clicks using some tools that I like. Uh, Good stuff. So yeah, you can find those on my channel if you want to check out. I got a KDP playlist. All right. Uh, And a KDP course, if you care, but Google ads. So this is kind of uh, outside of the complementary nature of, well, maybe not really. You know what I call Ryan's method. Passive income is really like complementary. It's a complementary approach to passive income. It's Amazon FBA, Amazon merch, Amazon KDP. You see, they all intersected Amazon, and then my dropship print on demand stuff is taking the designs that I make money off of in merch and KDP, and through Seller Central, which is part of FBA, and then maximizing the return from selling them on other markets and other products so it all goes together i promise like this whole it all is complimentary that's why i do it that's why i don't do shopify dropshipping because that has nothing to do with everything else that i do so trust me there's a rhyme there's a there's a reason rhyme and reason i don't know what i'm trying to say anyways google ads this is kind of complimentary because what did i do after i achieved a little bit of success on my passive income journey well i went to youtube and started teaching it so it's i mean i'm getting some some youtube revenue from that so this is kind of complimentary now hopefully you agree. I don't know. Maybe you don't. Let me know. <laughs> but earnings total, this was uh, the the passive income stream that tripled that I hinted at earlier. So I generated $3,614.38 through Google ads. Now, if you didn't know, Google or Alphabet owns YouTube. All right. So Google's the number one search engine in the world. YouTube's the number two search engine in the world. What you see here, like what I'm really breaking down is My YouTube channel on the number two search engine in the world is growing, or this past month was like a huge month, so hey guys, thank you, I really appreciate the uh, support and this growth in subscribers and whatnot, Uh, it does mean quite a bit to me, so thank you. And you know what's weird, (laughs) I'm just going to be honest, Like I optimized my channel for generating ad revenue, and I heard other YouTubes that did this, and saw the same type of growth that I saw after doing it, so maybe because YouTube only makes money when I make money. Like if, if, if I'm not making, I mean, I don't know, they can still probably run ads on my channel if I turn off monetization. But anyways, it's like, it's in their interest to show my videos to more people if they're going to make money because I've monetized them. So I don't know. I, I had a YouTuber kind of give me some tips. Um, his channel, I'll put it in the description. His name's here, be bar. He's like a travel vlogger in New York City. He gave me some great tips. I implemented them. My channel's seen some explosive growth, so I'm very grateful to him. Uh, To the tune of tripling month over month, $3,341 on YouTube. My website, so this is on the number one search engine engine in the world, Google, so I don't run any ads, so it's just purely organic. Started this for fun back in college. It does a lot of traffic. Um, 1,596,000 page views, 2 million ad impressions in the month of June. That's according to my AdSense report. So, I mean, I I always include the screenshot. I want you guys to be able to trust me. I don't just like make up numbers. It would be way harder to fake this than it would to just tell the truth. Um, So between the two, clearly YouTube's paying better as far as ads go. The website only brought in $272 um, in ad revenue, but hey, whatever, that's all passive. And I do make extra money doing like one-on-one type deals with, with advertisers and stuff. All right, so I give you my Adsense report. You guys can always come to my blog. I always put a link in the description if you want to check out any of these in more depth. Um, this is my Google Analytics report. my YouTube channel analytics. you can see here uh, the revenue trend grow uh, grew quite a bit. I also tried to make a habit of publishing uh, videos daily, including like when I took like five days or four days off. I recorded some videos in advance and still made that happen. So I was proud of myself for that. 6,300 subscribers gained. Again, really appreciate it, guys. Those of you that aren't subscribed, I mentioned earlier the videos that I've got planned. So if you're excited to see those, all you have to do is hit that red button. And um, yeah, 20,300 subs. I it's It's been awesome. And that's pretty much it for this income report. Let me go back to the top, show you the aggregate one last time before I sign off. So... Amazon FBA brought in $12,110.63 of profit. Amazon Merch, $350.99. Dropship print-on-demand, $2,257.26 of profit. Amazon KDP, $90.25. At least it was on autopilot. Um, Google Ads, $3,614.38 for a grand total on the month of... $18,423.51 18 thousand four hundred twenty three dollars and 51 cents of passive income profit hey no complaints guys that's a that's a good month in my book and uh, things are looking up across the board I mean FBA like I said I'm getting my best seller from two months ago back in stock Amazon merch I I had about 10 to 11 percent of my listings live in the month of June now they're pretty much all live let me see 75 point one percent of them are live now according to pretty merch. Uh, Dropship print on demand. I've got no reason to think that that number is going to subside. Amazon KDP, $90 isn't that great. Only direction to go is up. And Google ads, hey, let's see what we can do if we can keep this YouTube train rolling. So um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching. Any questions, comments, you can always hit me up in the uh, the comments below. I try to read and respond to everything. It might take me an extra day. Uh, As the channel grows, it gets more cumbersome to respond to everything. But hey, I appreciate it. And um, that's it. I'll see you guys at the next video.